hey, I'm Rebecca, your host for Let's Have Tea podcast. This podcast is a time that you can come and listen and learn God's Word, study God's Word, and grow in God's Word as we wait upon Him. Isaiah chapter 40 verses 26 through 31 says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the whole earth. He never becomes faint or weary. There is no limit to his understanding. He gives strength to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Youths may become faint and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on the wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not faint. So why is the title of this podcast, Let's Have Tea? Because when you have a tea bag and it's in hot water, it makes strong tea. And the longer you wait for it, the longer you leave that tea bag in that hot water, the stronger it's going to be. And if we can learn God's Word, if we can gain some patience and grow that patience, whatever we face, we're going to be able to wait. And we're going to go through trials. We're going to grow through trials. But we have to learn to wait. There's power in the wait. And there's victory in the wait. So sit back and grab you a glass of hot coffee or hot tea, or as my husband would say, a big glass of Coke, and let's get together and study God's Word. Hello. Hi, y'all. It is Saturday, July the 18th. 95 degrees. 95 degrees at 614 in the afternoon. Welcome to Louisiana. Where it's hot. It's hot and muggy. It's all right, though. Hey, uh, something important tonight. You want to share? Go ahead. Uh, We've got something to teach on. It's going to be tonight and Sunday night, right? It's going to be uh, the 19th also. That's not including my message in the morning. But this is going to be focused around fasting. And would you share why we're doing this? Yes. Um, on Thursday, July tw- um No, that must have been. Let me see what day this was. The 16th, July 16th, uh, the Louisiana governor... John Bell Edwards. A Democratic uh, governor of Louisiana. Um, call, has called for a three-day fast. And it says in a um, press conference on Thursday, Louisiana's Democratic governor, John Bell Edwards, called for three days of fasting and prayer during lunchtime from July 20th to tw- the 22nd. Edwards said, I know it's a little bit unusual, This will be a spiritual diet and exercise that I, as a Catholic Christian, believe is very important anyway. He said the prayers are intended for the people of Louisiana, the sick, the caretakers, and families of those who've passed on. The idea arose from a telephone conference he had had last week with religious leaders from across the state of Louisiana. Edward says he hosts such a call every three weeks. And so when I read that, Um, I had shared just a little bit of a Facebook post yesterday, and I mean, this goes right along with what Tony and I have been discussing for the last couple of weeks. So when I saw that, did, did his page get hacked or, you know, what, what's going on? Because I just, I found it very unusual (laughs) and for whatever reason. But, um, well, there's two different reasons and I'm going to, I'm not political, politically correct. I'm not trying to be political right now, but 
the first thing, John Bell Edwards is a Democrat. Not knocking the Democrats at all. My family's been Democrats their whole life. But the Democratic Party has moved away from godly uh, activities, a godly foundation. And another thing, he's he's a governor. Right. He's a governor. And the first thing I was waiting to hear was separation of church and state. Right. But he's Catholic. Yeah. And Catholics do fast. The oh, first time, they know how to sacrifice. The first time I That's think right. they ever taught in, I guess, outside of our house or whatever, yeah. was in a Baptist church. Yep. And on the way over there, <laughs> Tony said, now they know we're having a Bible study. They're going to probably bring a casserole. And here we're talking about fasting. <laughs> and a good bit of those that were in attendance yeah. were Catholic. They and had a Catholic background. They had a cat yeah, they had a Catholic background and, and they they understood Oh yeah, we we knew about fasting. So it's like okay. Yeah. This makes it a lot easier and thank goodness nobody brought a casserole. Absolutely. And and, and to give you a little background, the Lent season. We haven't been too long out of the Lent season. I preach on this every year at Easter. The Lent season for the Catholics, they're going to give up something until Resurrection Sunday. They're going to give something up, and it's, that's just the way they have been taught, and that is a good practice. Well, it's just, and that's just intermingled into their faith. That's right. That's so part of it. They under, every year they're going to sacrifice. They understand the importance of it yeah um so i mean i have friends and family that you know well i've heard of fasting you know i fast if i have to have blood work they'll tell me okay well so that's why we're doing the the the, the medical part of fasting says don't eat or drink after midnight right and you're going to be the first one there to get blood that way you, you know you can go on with your day go me, I, I like to go get my Coke, go get blood, and then run to the store, get me a Coke. Maybe even have it in my truck and my cup holder waiting on me. That's just, most people go get coffee. I understand. I'm just not a coffee drinker. But... Maybe you should be. <sighs> let's, let's, let's move on. So, that's why we're going to do just a little bit... Um, Talk about this just a little bit and that way if you do want to participate the fast does start Monday and um, it says that he's called uh, Edwards has called for a three-day fast three days of fasting and praying during lunchtime so if you want to join up with him during lunchtime if you want to um, do a fast throughout those three days um you know you don't have to you don't have to skip breakfast lunch and dinner you can well i'll give up whatever or if you want to skip both meals if you need help or some scripture to back all this up um messages call us text us um, she's got the scriptures and you know we'll get you some scriptures um, okay. but it's just giving up yeah it's just a sacrifice but we're gonna we're gonna get into that one thing one thing I, I do want to mention again now it's called prayer and fasting and Jesus talked about prayer and fasting when the uh, disciples couldn't cast the demons out of the the people and uh, he said this is called for much prayer and fasting so it's not just fasting it's not just sacrificing that that food it's having the mindset of prayer as we go into this and as we are doing this it's 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 a two-part it's a two-part thing prayer plus sacrifice prayer plus fasting uh, one more thing that i want to mention this is it's a corporate fast it's it's a corporate 
fast. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's not some more states going to jump in. I'm proud. I am very proud to be from Louisiana where the governor calls out. I think this is the way he done it. Either like this or like this. A three-day, three days of fasting and prayer. And so there's a lot of um, moments in Scripture where it was oh, three days. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's not just, well, it's just a, you know, a lunchtime prayer on Monday. I mean, a lunchtime fasting prayer on Monday. So three days is symbolic. And... Um, and I'm I'm going to add a little bit more to that three days. If you do a fast, a total fast, and, and if you fast uh, solid foods, after the third day, the hunger pains go away. Always. Make sure you drink lots of water. Lots of liquid, lots, lots of water. Lots of juice. You, you got to keep your body going. Yeah. So especially with it being so hot and right. you're working. And, and you have to be very careful doing this. <laughs> I've got some horror stories. I can tell you some bad ones. All right, let's get started. Uh, All right. Um, there, what? Oh, no, we just got a lot we got to get through tonight. Okay. Mm, and, and I know I'm going to quit talking as much. So it's time to pray and it's time to fast because our prayer is, Lord, heal our land. Okay, Tony just referenced um, a scripture. It's Mark 9, verse 29. And if I can find it again, um, it says, And he, talking about Jesus, told them to his disciples, This kind um, can come out by nothing but prayer. Now, this is a New King James Version. Um, I believe in, um, was it King James? It says prayer and fasting. Uh, I don't know. I've got it right here. So sometimes... Mark um, 929. Sometimes something comes up. Okay, we're going to pray. We're praying with you. Yes, let's let's intercede. And I I honestly believe that um, people and churches and, you know, have been praying during this... um, this pandemic and it just seems like I know for Louisiana it's they're calling it a hot state because it is so many tests and, are still coming back positive and 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 it's it's just jumping it's it's like a hot a hot fire a mm-hmm. wildfire it's Those jumping sparks. here and it's jumping here and it's jumping here and it's affecting so many people and now it's getting closer to home and if you're watching this video i guarantee you you may not know it right now but if you're in this area you know somebody that's either had the virus got the virus or will be infected very soon by the virus so it's very important that we do this it's a call it's a call. And uh, Mark nine twenty nine says, And this said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but prayer and fasting. So that's the King James version. So, so we've been praying. Schools let out March 13th. It was on a Friday. And I believe... Um, I believe, you know, that's when we really, oh. This is serious. This is serious. This, this is, you know, it was in New Orleans. And New Orleans is, what, four hours away? Yeah. From us. So, you know, we've and, been praying for six months, and it just seems like it's getting worse. Yeah. And we know prayer works. But sometimes, just like Tony read, this, this kind <laughs> can only be taken care of with prayer and fasting. Okay, I want so. to mention one more thing, and then we, I'm so sorry. One more thing, and then we can get started. Last Sunday morning, if you watch my message, at the end of my message, I said, I'm going to quit praying that far the people affected and, and protection, but I'm going to start praying against this virus. I'm going to start praying that it's gone. And I had no idea these things are going to transpire. I, I, I felt bad Sunday. 
you know, the devil, he, he'll get in, he'll twist up, he'll pull. And well, John 10, 10 says the, the uh, enemy comes, Satan comes, the devil comes for no other reason but to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what he's doing. He has had the upper hand here lately. Well, it's got people living in fear. If you think about a thief, because some translations, um, John 10, 10, it says the thief come not only, um, but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, Jesus, come to give life and life more abundantly. So when you think of a thief, if you know someone um, that maybe has a reputation of... Just going around and, Causing you know, trouble. piddling, uh, <laughs> meddling. I think that's how my mom used to say it. You know, uh, I know right around this area um, on Facebook, they were talking, you know, keep your doors locked and your vehicles because people had some stuff stolen. So they'll get on Facebook. Oh, I hate a thief. Okay. So if we can turn that Satan... A thief, look what he's done. He is causing us to live in fear because if someone has broke into your home or stole stuff out from under your garage or your vehicle, the back of your pickup, um, yeah, out of, you know, wherever, you know, your automatic response is, I hate a thief. So we have got to, and then so you start protecting you know, you maybe right. even install security cameras. You're going to take extra precaution. I know I locked my car when I got out, but I'm fixing to go to bed. Let me hit that clicker. Bump, bump. It's locked. You're going to make sure your doors are locked. You're going to make sure valuables are not left out, you know, in plain sight. Um, or, you know, leaving your purse on the seat of a vehicle if you run into the store. You know, you start taking precautions because you know you've been hit um, personally by this thief. So if we can look at this coronavirus as the thief, the the devil comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And you think about what this, this virus has done to people. It has taken people's lives. Absolutely. It has robbed husbands and wives and children of their mom or their dad or their sibling or their grandparents um, and it has destroyed people's lives yeah. in general yeah. because so many businesses have closed and right. so many had to shut down i want to add one more thing you was talking about protecting yourselves making sure your valuables are protect uh taken care of but in your house you're going to be protected you're going to be protected that's where we are now that's where we are now we're about to help us understand how to protect our family with our sword yeah i just got chills all over because this is about we are about to embark on a spiritual warfare like never before well it's it's been going on this 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 battle has been i mean you turn on the news you open up social media you drive you know down the roads or i went to the post office um well i've been since then but one day i went to the post office it's been a month or so ago and there was a testing site so there is reminders all around yeah that this thief is he's rampant they're testing in this in this community. They're testing in this town. They're testing in this part of town. They're over here. They're across here. That's a reminder. I need to protect ourselves. You know, like Tony said, you come in your house, you're protected. Your doors are locked. Your windows are locked. That's right. And on the spiritual side of it, we need to make sure that we're protected. And now... We're going on the offense. Okay, so Tony with that read, sword. Tony read <laughs> Mark nine twenty nine, and sometimes you've got to pull out the extra arsenal, and you know you might you in the in the physical you might use a 
Lassa. Well, I was thinking about <laughs> shooting like a snake or something. Oh. <laughs> I, I would get Lassa. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, I said, get out of here, snake. Um, you wouldn't get a BB gun. No. I mean, I guess if that was all you had and, you know. But you would you would step it up. I'm gonna go get the. We're gonna get that brush suit. hook. That's gonna cut the head off. Okay, you're gonna get something more powerful. <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about guns. Um, <coughs> so, we've been praying for six months. Yeah. But we're gonna turn those prayers up. And now we're about to get a rifle. That's right. Yeah. Now we're about to get the rifle. What about one of those? Guns, I don't know what it's called. One of those AR-15s? Yeah. Looks like a military gun. Yeah. We're I about mean, to we, go to war. It, it's, I mean, it, we got to pull off the big guns. Yeah, we're about to go to battle. And that's what I was talking about. We're about to go into battle on the offensive side. Because once you start putting the prayer and the fasting together, it's about to get real. If we ask not, we have not. We have not. So, you know, hey, let's do this corporate fast. Let's do it together. Let's do it faithfully. Let's do it sincere. Let's want this to happen. Let's just start believing that this virus is about to leave, not only in our area, in Louisiana, in the United States, but the whole world. We're going to take authority over it because when we take authority over it, that, uh, is it John where Jesus told us, he said, you have authority, we have the authority. We're actually going to talk about that tomorrow. Oh, we're going to stop right there on that. Let's go. Um, I'm sorry, we're about to get started. In Ephesians chapter 6, uh, I think that's 10 through 18, I believe, that it talks about uh, the spiritual battle, your um, your armor. Um, it's Christian warfare. And some of the notes, it says the schemes of the devil. <laughs> and I've been saying, you know, since we've having church right here, at home, what if this is a learning time? What if what the enemy, did you ever find that? If I have my pink bob in Genesis, remember I said we'd get back to them? Sorry. Um, no, I hadn't yet, but tomorrow night we'll have it. <laughs> make me a note. But in Genesis it says what the enemy meant for evil, God yeah. will turn it for good. So, if if God's saying, okay, I'm giving y'all this. that you, you say, I don't have enough time. If I had some more time, I could study. If I had some more time, I could read my Bible. Or I could pray. Or I could do this. Well, we've been under some sort of curfew or quarantine or mandate um, for six months. And... So maybe what if God is saying you're still not getting it? You can put a little more into it. I'm not saying he's saying that. I'm just we've got to we've got to stand the line, toe the line, and get um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, take authority. Yeah. What are, you, what are you looking for? Oh, I, 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 we've got to get started. i got so much going on in my head. Okay, so our lives must be saturated with the presence of God through prayer and fasting in order to conquer, conquer the evil that is in the world and hiding in the hearts of mankind. If Tony had the news on the other night, I think it was Thursday evening, he came yeah. in, I was in the office and... Uh, I come in here and it was the news. I mean, and immediately it was just like this, this heaviness, rioting, looting, um, 
deaths, just numbers, just everything evil. negative, yes, evil. and and I don't always come in and turn the news on. No, That's, it's usually never the news. Usually, news is usually never on, but that was a reminder. Yeah, it's still because even though we we're not watching the news, it's still happening all around us. Um. It's easy to get caught up in it, but we can ignore it. But the things are still happening. And have have we been doing that for the last six months? Not really ignoring Not, it, but this is this too shall pass. You yeah, know that's what we that's I've said it. I I, I am very guilty of it. This will pass. And what's this that saying pass. on Facebook? It might be like a kidney stone, but it'll pass. But <laughs> I haven't saw that. I hope I don't get tickled. (laughs) Anyway, let's get back. It's just time that we we get serious. Yeah, and and I know we have been, but the Christians need to rise up. The believers. The believers. The believers in this Um, holy word. And just like Wednesday night, we talked about. Um, well, I'm ready to get back to church where I can worship the Lord. Yeah. We're worshipers right here. The true worshipers. It's time for the true worshipers to arise. Oh, I was and, just thinking that song. And if if we taught on that Wednesday night, 24 hours later, he's issuing, our governor is issuing a mandate to fast and pray. Now's the time that those true worshipers yeah. arise. It's time to get busy. So, so why fast and pray? We, we're going to pray, you know. Um, it might be something like, oh, Lord, please don't let that cop give me a ticket. <laughs> you know, or it could be, you know, um, very, something very serious. You know, maybe you're praying for your children that are out in the world or... Um, there is an illness or I mean there's we're always going to be praying but we're fast and pray are we just praying fast you know are we praying through we can make prayer list all day long you know we can write those prayer requests down and we can go to the next page and take the next day's prayer request or we can pray through them and stand with those people until they get that breakthrough. So, and now it's uh, it's not just standing with somebody until they get a breakthrough. It's standing with us. Yeah. Standing with ourselves. Standing with our church family, uh, Christian family is our the believers family. We're standing with the world. The world. I was visiting with a man today that stopped by, and we were sitting out on the porch, and we was just talking, and he he was telling me uh, something that he had heard in another country, and I said, "Oh my goodness!" And he was talking about the death toll was just just horrible, but he said the country said, "Well, everybody's going to get it. There's going to be so many die anyway." So why prolong it? I said, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You know, are we going to do that here in the United States, or are we going to take authority over this and cast it out with the garbage? Right. So we're going to turn to Second Chronicles. Well, let's see. Can I go to this one first? That's where I was thinking we okay. probably need to go Let there Let me first. go to this one first, because this is something that, uh, David, if you're watching, buddy, you have no idea what you've done. A uh, guy that, that uh, works with me, he come in um, and slapped us down on my desk one day. And I said, oh, my goodness. But it is Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. But I'm going to read on past it. I'm probably going to read down 15 or 16. Yeah, you need to go through. It says, then, if my people... and." Those of you that understand, uh, know the Bible, you're going to know this this verse right here. But I want you to hold on and listen. I'm going to be reading out of the NLT. 2 Chronicles 7, 14. Then, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, 
pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. My eyes will be open, my ears attentive to every prayer made in this place. For I have chosen this temple and set it apart to be holy, a place where my name is to be honored forever. I will always watch over it, for it is my uh, it is dear to my heart. Where have we been for the last six months? We we went from Mother's Day to Father's Day. We went back to church and we worshiped together. Our temple where we worship God is is pretty much been in our house. Well, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are the temple, and then. But like the yeah, our place of corporate worship. Yeah. Yeah, we have we've been out of that sanctuary. So more than we've been. What in. he what he's saying right here, this temple is. Uh, let me let me find it again. I want you to understand this, for I have chosen this temple, and set it apart to be holy. We're the temple. Our house is the temple. Our car is the temple. If you sit at a desk, that desk is a temple. If you drive a truck, that truck is a temple. Wherever you are, it has been set apart to be holy. To be holy. We talk up we got a, a table right here in front of us and Becky said we're going to have to use that as an altar and it's perfect. It's perfect for an altar. But sometimes we can't have an altar where we are. We've got to make our own altar. This temple was built. And we're going we're gonna to talk about that in a little bit longer. But we are the temple. Our house is the temple. And now it's time to start praying and worshiping. And we're going to talk about worshiping a little bit too. And I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over the place because I know where we're going. <laughs> Most right. of the time, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm quiet. <laughs> Y'all better write that down. <laughs> Second Chronicles, chapter 20, and it's a good bit of scripture. Uh, we're going to start in verse 1. And these names, <laughs> yeah. some of them are pretty, um, just excuse me if I'm saying them wrong. So, Second Chronicles 20, we're starting in verse 1. And I'm reading, I think this is a King James. Yeah, this is New King James. It happened after this that the people of Moab... Now, if you, what are you reading? The NLT. Okay, if you have something that's different, just, okay. just interrupt. <laughs> um, so, that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and the others with them, besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. So he had all these people coming against him. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are in Hazazon, Tamar, which is um, in, I'm not even sure. Mm. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord. Okay, here we go. Hold on. And proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judah. All right, I want to read this. I'm so sorry. It's uh, verse 3. Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and begged the Lord for guidance. He also ordered everyone in Judea to begin fasting. That's pretty much what our governor done. And I've got something in my eye. But he didn't... Oh. Uh, I'm sorry. I lied. We read... You can read anything on the internet. And just a couple of minutes ago, we was looking at what article that Becky was going to use. And one of them said, well... There ain't nothing else working. Or what was it that... Uh... I was trying to find the article about the Louisiana governor um, calling for a fast. And so I, I knew it was on Facebook, but I didn't want to get on Facebook 
Um, so I just Googled it. And I'm like, oh, well, th- this I thought was a Christian site. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> and it said that, you know, this Democratic um, governor, oh, how convenient. When, when, when everything else fails, call a fast, but let's not make it... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? We don't want to inconvenience you, so we're just going to fast through lunch. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well. <laughs> so they were basically making fun of. They was mocking um, Yeah. And anyway. Um, but here it said Jehoshaphat was begging the people to fast. So, Jehoshaphat, okay, this is verse... Was it four? I think this is three. Jehoshaphat feared. So, how many of us can be honest and say we've been in fear? Because so-and-so got corona at... The only place they went was... I don't want to start naming places because... They went to this store. They went to that store. Oh, well, they got gas at this store, and now they're positive. Yeah. And so the people that they told where they had been are now in fear. Well, how am I going to buy groceries? If I go to the grocery store, I'm going to get corona. So, you know, they got in fear. We we gonna we're gonna be honest because I am honest when I say it it bothers me. I'm I'm taking every precaution I can. I have gloves most of the time when I get gas. I use gloves to put gas in my vehicles, and when I don't, I either go wash my hands. Then I wash my hands. I use some kind of uh, what's those uh, antibacterial rag or something. And if I don't, just as soon as I get to where I'm going, if I'm going to the office or I come home. First thing I do, I wash my hands because, you know, it's done got me to a point where I live in fear and I know I shouldn't. Well, and at first, we didn't know what it was. Right. You know. Um, right. And then now it's like, yes, it's real. And we know people that's battling it right now. That were healthy. That were healthy. We know people that has gone on, that's died, lost their life. And that we're healthy. That we're healthy. And you know, we're sitting here, we're proclaiming that we're healthy, but you know But we can't get in fear. But here we go. Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord, and from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. So that is what the governor did Thursday. He has proclaimed a fast for all of Louisiana. Um, So we're asking. And I'm going to go ahead and insert this right now. We're asking every leader, every church leader, every church member, every person that says they're a believer in Jesus Christ, we're charging you right now. Stand with us. Let's go. It's time for the believers in Jesus that believes in this word. It's time for us to take that stand. And We're going to learn more about authority um, tomorrow. Yeah. So... Verse 5, then Jehoshaphat, so he's called for the fast. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, Oh, this is his prayer. O Lord God to our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might? so that no one is able to withstand you? Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend forever? And they dwell in it and have built you a sanctuary 
and in it your name saying if disaster comes upon us sword judgment pestilence or famine what does your say plague famine uh wait a minute i'm sorry we are faced with any calamity such as war plague or famine we can come to stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored i read it in one of them and it 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 said pandemic so we will stand before this temple in your presence for your name is in this temple and cry out to you in our affliction and you will hear and save and and now here are the people of ammon moab and mount seir whom you would not let israel invade when they came out of the land of egypt but they turned from them and did not destroy them here they are rewarding us by coming to throw us out of of your possession which you have given us to inherit oh our god will you not judge them for we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us not do we know what to do um, but our eyes are upon you i, I want to read this part right here uh was that verse 12 yes oh our god won't you stop them we are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us we do not know what to do but we are looking to you for help so and i think that i mean i i can i think i can honestly say that you know believers have we have been looking to god but We've got to power pack those prayers and let's incorporate some fasting like Jehoshaphat did here. Verse 13. Now all Judah with their little ones, their wives and their children stood before the Lord. So it looks like they, they did it as a family. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jay, it's kind of broken half. Jehazel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Matt, and not, I don't know, a Levite of the sons of Asap in the midst of the assembly. And he said, listen, all of you of Judea and your inhabitants of Jerusalem and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you. Okay, this is what the Lord is speaking to King Jehoshaphat. Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude. Okay, think about all the numbers we have seen of deaths, and that's causing fear. Yeah. So. In the uh, positive, active, right, positive cases. Right. Yeah. So do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, which they were talking about, you know, these other um, places. Um, for the battle is not yours but god's tomorrow go down against them they will surely come up by the ascent of ziz and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of jerul you will not need to fight in this battle position yourselves okay remember i said it's time to take a stand it's time that we position ourselves Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshiping the Lord then the Levites of the children of the Kohathites, I think, and the <laughs> children of the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord, God of Israel, with voices loud and high. So he's got some worshiping and he has some praising. 
So they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. So now they begin to praise. This is verse 22. Can you, can you hold on just a minute? Can, can we talk about the background of what's happening sure. right here? All right. When Jehoshaphat got the news that all the armies was coming together and has coming to attack him, he knew without a shadow of a doubt, he knew that he couldn't withstand this army. He could not go against this army. That is when he said, we've got to stand, we've got to pray, and we've got to fast. And this may be a good time to stop because where we and pick it back up at because we're at that point now. This this we are at that point where all right, we need to seriously be thinking. We need to stand. We need to pray and we need to fast. Now think about what what happened here before they went to battle. Before they went to battle, Jehoshaphat got. He, uh, one of the versions I read, he got down on the ground. His face was on the ground praying. He was earnestly praying to God. And then the ones, the ascend, uh, descendants from Jerusalem, I think, mm-hmm. they were, uh, no, it was the other one. Yeah. Um... Kohan or something? I can't remember. But they were praising. They were in that point and they was praising. That's where we are. Yeah. And it, it's going to take two, three, four different groups. We got to get ourselves ready. We got to get ourselves ready in our heart and believing and getting ready because we are about to go to battle. Yeah. But God said, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of you. Um. Yeah, let let's do stop here, or do you want to keep going? No, let's stop here because this would be a good place to pick back up. Remember, it says in this Bible right here in the NLT Bible, where it says, "Give thanks to the Lord; His faithful love endures forever." They were singing that going into battle. His mercy endures forever. He is faithfully going to be there for us. He is always, always going to take care of us. And we just got to prepare our hearts, prepare everything about us. And y'all, it's time to stand. What you got right there? I Um, know you're going to read some of that. Yeah, this is a Jensen Franklin book on fasting. Um, And it says, he is our rear guard. Most of us have heard the slang expression, I've got your back. It means that someone you trust is watching out for anything that may try to sneak up behind you and bring you harm. When you fast, Isaiah said, the God of Israel will be your rear guard. And that's, that's found right. in Isaiah 52, 12. And if you want to learn some more about fasting, um, flip over to Isaiah chapter 58. And you can um, read that's the fasting and- chapter. And yeah. it has a lot of good information, but we're going to have um, some and, more stuff tomorrow. Uh, I'm even going to say, can we do it Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday? Sure. In the afternoon, just to encourage, to to help along. But And it won't be an hour long. No, It'll just be... Just a we'll few minutes of encouragement. 15 or 20 and, minutes. And just keep going. I'm going to encourage you. Prepare your heart. I know a lot of people (laughs) we have heard so many times, well, why do you want to give up food? I don't understand. Why food? Jesus went 40 days 
and he was able to go nose to nose with the devil and everything that the devil threw at him. He said, for it is written in my Father's Word. It is written in the Holy Word. It is written in this sword that we're about to use that man should not live by bread alone. It is written that we should be able to go to this written Word for it is written in the Word for us to use. But we've got we've to be ready. We've got to have our heart pure. And I'll say it again. I'll read it again because this is a scripture that ooh, David don't even realize. I'm going to read just 14. And 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 says, Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. That's key right there now. Turn from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sins and I will restore their land. It don't get any more clear than that. And that's a promise. That's a promise. From God. His word is truth. He cannot lie. He will not lie. You can debate that word all day long, but it's... <laughs> I'm not going to debate it with you. I don't black, debate God's it's word. It's black and white. <laughs> There's... So, if we will humble ourselves, God, we need you. Yeah. I can't do it on my own. We will pray and we'll seek God's face and not just, oh, Lord, I'm in a bind. Can you Oh, help Lord, me? heal my land. You know, and it says, and turn from their wicked ways. And that's hard to do, you yeah. know, because we we might not be, um, I don't know. I don't want to start naming <laughs> stuff. But it could be something that we've done and don't even for realize years and it. years. Maybe it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Maybe it's um, whatever. If it doesn't line up with God's word, we need to turn from it. Because if it doesn't line up with his word... It's considered to be a wicked way. And, and it he, says, oh, go ahead, no, go ahead. It says, if we do that, humble ourselves, pray, seek his face, and turn from our wicked ways, then God will hear us from heaven, he'll forgive our sin, and he'll heal, heal our land. Our land is our state, our land is the United States, our land is. This nation, this world, it's yeah. also our bodies, our relationships, our finances, our health. It's everything. So it's everything. He's just saying, if you'll do this, I'll do this. Just that simple. It says Jehoshaphat had an opportunity to obey God's word and to experience the reality of God's promise. So if you knew, okay, God, if I do this, this, and this, are you going to do this? He said it. He says it right here. So this is, this for Jehoshaphat, this is Becky, Tony, you had an opportunity to obey God's word and to experience the reality of God's promise. So if we will, as believers, if we will all come together, if we will all humble ourselves, pray, seek God's face, turn from those wicked ways, we're going to see some change. Okay, I'm going to insert this really quick, and then we're going to stop really soon. All right, when we start humbling ourselves and we start fasting, all right, we're already praying. We've been praying. That's one of those things that we've been doing. But when we start humbling ourselves and fasting, sacrificing, God, the Holy Spirit, is going to start revealing those things that we need to turn from. Was that uh, in Britain or uh, England or somewhere is when they say, repent, and they turn, and they go the other way. Yep. That's in the military. So we need to repent, turn from our wicked ways. 
those things that you don't even realize that you're doing that's holding us back from the glory of God. Because it's become a habit. It's a habit or it's a lifestyle. It's something that my daddy done, my daddy's daddy's done it. Everybody has always done it in my family. All right. So now would be a perfect opportunity. To turn. To, and maybe, what do I have to turn from? Just stop, look around. What am I doing? Yeah. Am I, am I living right? Do, I, do I have to ask for forgiveness every time I do this one thing? Yeah. Do you feel guilty? You know, does the Holy such Spirit such start such? convicting you? Yeah. Like that. Oh. And we're not here to judge. No. We're just... I mean, it, it's time what, to get real. This is what God's Word says. Yeah. His people has got to turn from those wicked ways. And if you consider yourself a Christian, a believer, a churchgoer, whatever it is, if you consider yourself right with God, in good standing with God, this applies to you. It applies to you. It applies to me. It very much me. It applies to Becky. Think of, and when you said that, think of... We said we was going to stop about ten minutes ago. Well, give me just five, five, just a, just a second. All right. Um, think of, like... I can remember in, in um, elementary school playing Red Rover. Yeah. You know, you've got a team here. Everybody's holding hands. And Red Rover, Red Rover. We're going to try to call the weakest team member on the other the opposing team. And you don't want to, you don't want to be that weak link. So you are just really holding tight and you're doing everything. You know, he's holding my hand tight. I'm holding his hand tight. And they know I got her. I can. I, that's a weak link. I can. I can break through them. We don't want to be that weak link. Weak link, and holding God back from healing our land. And I know that is. Um, what's the word? That's a very in your real face. example. But that was exactly when he when Tony was saying that that was the exact vision that God gave me. I don't want to be that person that when I get to heaven, well I would have I would have healed Louisiana or I would have healed your land if you would have turned from whatever. That's how serious it is. I'm sorry. Not but really. I'm not sorry because you know, and I need to hear that too. You know, this is this is what needs to be done. We don't, let me say this, and we're going to stop. We don't practice this stuff. Now, tonight we studied because we want to make sure that we was understanding But we what didn't each study other. together. No, he we didn't study. was watching Hallmark movies. <laughs> we didn't study together. And Amber, I was, I was doing my studying. But when, when we sit down here and the Holy Spirit starts giving us stuff, we can't do it without the anointing of God. Uh, I'm not going to do it without the anointing of God. Because there's no telling what yeah. I would say. <laughs> you know, instead of, I'm not going to name names. Well, let me just tell you. Yeah. You know, don't go to and stay away from. We've got to do it. we got to do it in love. And with a humble heart. But y'all, it's time right now to get serious. There is people that are struggling. There are sick kids that we can't get around. There are sick kids. There are sick people that we can't get around because we don't know if we've been infected or not. Our world is turned completely upside down. But it's time to take that authority. The other day I shared a, a Facebook post and... We have a family member that has a good friend in ICU. And battling. Not a, just in ICU, but he is battling uh, to stay alive. But he's, because of health problems, he can't be on a ventilator. Yeah. And so he's on a BiPAP, CPAP. He's on some sort of machine. Well, he wanted to, to talk to this family member. And he said, uh, you know, it's good to hear your voice. And he said he was struggling to understand, you know, what he was saying because he was so weak. And, and this is not, I mean, he, 
this this person is not old. I mean, he's, he's not, very he's not, not much 25, older. But yeah, I mean, he's, he's not, not much older than us. he's not in his eighties or nineties either. No. Um, and he said, "This stuff is real." And he said, "I told my wife if I don't make it through this." He said, and so I'm telling you, I want you to be a pallbearer at my funeral. And I got chills just thinking. I mean, that's how real it that, is. That should give you chills. And so we have to, what, whatever, it, whatever takes. it takes. And now the governor said, let's do a three-day fast and pray. So we're going to teach on it. We're going to do what God is telling us. God has told us other ideas, and we are going to and keep praying. And it's so neat how it's just all lined out. Yeah, and um, we're going to keep on praying and see how God wants us to do it. But we're going to step into what God has for us to do. Church leaders, uh, deacons, whatever you are, worship. Uh, if you worship in your church, you be praying and see what God is telling you to do. Because me and Becky can't do it. Not by ourselves. We can do what God is telling us to do. But it's going to take a community of believers in Jesus Christ. And we can make this thing happen. And when we all come together with one mind, one accord, all praying on the same thing. Ooh. And then God said, He will hear us. His eyes will be open and His ears attentive. So if you feel like, well, why pray? Why pray? My, my prayers just hit the ceiling and fall down. Take inventory. What am I doing? What is it that I need to turn from? Start sacrificing. I mean, I'm gonna food. I'm gonna take inventory. Yeah. You know, me too. Because I want to make oh. sure. Um, you know, it's just like running something. You know, you open up. Um, I wash the lettuce, even though it says pre-washed, ready to eat. I always. Put it back, you know, back in the strainer, run water on it. We need to put our life in that strainer and run water on it. Our families. Living water. Our families are dependent on us to do that. Not just our literal family, our blood family, our church family. The family of God is dependent on us to do that right now. Be washed by the water of the word. I'm going to pray real quick. We're going to end this. and We're going to come back tomorrow night. In the morning, Sunday morning, I will be doing my message. I, if it don't go too long, it shouldn't be no problem. I'll get it on Facebook pretty quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, right now, Lord, you have been talking about that next great awakening in my spirit, man, for many, many years. But Lord, it is time to stand up and be the be the believers in Jesus that we're supposed to be. It's time to stand up and do the things that you have told us to do. Father, you went to the governor of the state of Louisiana and you have enticed him to call on a three-day fast and prayer during lunchtime, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. But Father, if we need to do it 40 days... Ever how long we need to do it, Lord, I pray that you start dealing with each individual person right now in the name of Jesus. Father, you tell us what it is that we need to do. We'll stand together. We'll come together. We're going to turn from our wicked ways. We're going to repent. And then we know that you're going to hear us from heaven. Your eyes will be open. Your ears will be attentive. And Lord, we know that you're going to heal our land. Father, be with us. Father, I pray that you start dealing with everyone's heart right now. Lord, I pray that over that internet thing, that if this message needs to go all over the world, Lord, I pray that you send it all over the world. Lord, I pray that the church leaders are are standing up, taking note, listening to what you are saying in the spirit world, in their spirit, man. Father, we're not going to do any kind of We're not going to worry about any denominational things. We're not going to worry about those churchy things because there's lives dependent on this. Literal lives dependent. Father, I pray that you give us the words.
You give us the messages. And Lord, you give us that next step after this fast. Lord, I pray that you start enticing each person, everybody in this world, to start thinking about what it is that they need to fast, thinking about what it is that they need to turn from. And Lord, everything that's in our lives that is not lining up with the Word of God and it's not lining up with everything that you have for us, Lord, I pray that you start shaking us up. Put us in that silt so that we can get rid of all that bad. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for healing our land. In Jesus' name, amen. If you are, this is not just for Louisiana. No. If you're in Texas, if you're in California, Arizona, Arizona wherever. New York, wherever you are, it only takes one spark to start a fire. That's right. Start praying, start fasting. Believe start in, praising and start worshiping. Believing that revival is coming. Yeah. Believing that revival is going to change the world. And healing our land. Healing our land. In Jesus' name. See you tomorrow. Amen. Bye.